Did you ever teach Zainab a little bit about the birds and the bees and all that stuff? Sex, mommy. Did you ever have a sex talk with me? I'm really more advanced than you think, Zainab. <laughs> Dickie, it's your mother. No, you never call me. I mean, I wonder, is your finger broken? Just don't tell my mother. It's your mother. 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 No, you never call me. Just don't tell my mother. Just don't, just don't. Don't tell, don't tell. Where the hell are you? You are never home. Hello, my family. I'm your host, Nikki Levy, and welcome to Don't Tell My Mother. Don't Tell My Mother is a brand new podcast where your favorite humans from movies, TV, music, sports, comedy, tell a true story they'd never want their moms to know. And sometimes we get their mothers up on this mic to join us for the party. Now, our moms know how to push our buttons because they're the ones who installed them, right? Science. Well, join us right here every Tuesday where we put the fun in dysfunctional. Today, we have a magnificent guest. She's a comedian. She's an actor. She is starring on one of my favorite shows called Upload on Amazon. It's like a sci-fi comedy. It's fantastic. Check it out. And check her out on the new Netflix show, The History of Swear Words. Today, we have the magnificent comedian and actor, Zainab Johnson. Zainab is telling a story that is so hilarious and so quintessentially high school, I could go eat lunch by myself, just for old time's sake. And stick around, because a very special guest is joining us at the end, and you don't want to miss her. Here is me and Zainab Johnson. Just don't tell my mother. Just don't, just don't. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Zainab, I'm so happy to be here with you. I'm very happy to be here with you, Nikki. Uh, I've been a big fan of yours. You know this um, from your stand-up comedy. I've seen you all around LA, but um, also from the farmer's market because we shop at the same <laughs> fruit stand. Yes, yes, we do, um, which I haven't been to in a while. Um, and I probably won't go back for a while because the fruit that I love is out of season. What's the fruit? I like stone fruit. So apricots, you know, pluots, peaches, plums. I love that type of stuff. And so they're gone now. I know. I know. That's the best fruit. And that's why I have to embrace persimmons and pomegranates. Pomegranates is just too much work. It's just <laughs> too much work. It's not worth it. Okay. Zainab, so no, since nobody's ever in the same room or even necessarily in the same state anymore, tell tell me where you are. Like, where are you in the world? Just describe it so people get a sense of like, you know, where you're coming to us from. 
So right now I am in my apartment in Hollywood and I am just like, I've turned the AC off. Yes, yes. <laughs> and my yes. attempt to create the best sort of sound environment. And it really does get quiet. Like you can't hear anything right now, I can't now, hear right? anything. No. But outside, if I just opened up the window, oh, oh it's a helicopter. It's the cops. Yep. Yep. It's somebody playing drums. That's LA. It, you know, yeah, it's, it's like, it's like maybe like a homeless person or two having a fight with one another. Um, you know, somebody wants to cut down a palm tree, the crows, like they're like, well, you want, you want to talk? We got stuff to say. Like there's a lot happening outside. <laughs> Well, speaking of Hollywood, you are an incredible stand-up comic. You are a wonderful actor. You have a couple of shows on Netflix. You have a show on Amazon. But you were a math major in college. What did your mother say when you decided to put, like, you know, a real career of, you know, mathematics away and pursue a life of stand-up comedy? I moved to Los Angeles shortly after I finished college. So I think my mom knew that I was going to... Uh, delve into the arts in some way. Mm. And my mom's like reference point for if, if what I'm doing is successful is if I can, you know, if I can take care of myself, meaning mm -hmm. she doesn't have to worry about me, but also to a certain degree, I can take care of her. So if like I'm doing yeah, comedy wow. and my mom is like, Zainab, I need a new washer and dryer yes. and I can provide that. She's like, yeah, comedy. Like, let's go comedy. My mom releases these nuggets to me. Like, I think she has information and she's like, I'm going to make my kids want to keep me around forever. So I'll just like release the information I have, like a slow release, like Tylenol, <laughs> you know, like, like she, she, because she, uh, maybe a couple of years after I started doing stand up, she started saying like one night she said to me, you know, your father would be so proud of you. And my father passed away. And yes. I was like, oh, would he? And she was like, yeah, you know, he always wanted to be a stand-up comedian. <gasps> and I was like, yeah. And I was like, no, I, I never knew that. How would I ever know that? <laughs> I was like upset. I was. She was like, oh, I thought you knew. I was like, I, how would I know? How would I know that? And she was like, yeah, Zainab, he was always telling jokes. I'm like, <gasps> to who? Where? <laughs> Zainab, how... How would you describe your mother? Uh, my mom is a mix of like an eccentric character, but a little bit of, you know, like no filter, probably a lot of no filter. <laughs> but sometimes what <laughs> what allows her to get away with it is she has a very soft tone. She has a very um, caring tone. She mm -hmm. has a very motherly, loving, nurturing tone. And that allows her to say some of the most ratchet things I have ever heard. <laughs> What's the most ratchet thing she has said to you in the last, whatever, 10 years? Um, we were in South Korea for my brother's wedding about two years ago. And we got into a little bit of an argument. And she said, I was like, are you coming with me on this walk or not? And she was like, maybe I'll just stay in my room and masturbate. Oh, <laughs> me, and, me and my sister were like, it. what? And she just bust out laughing. Good for your mother. I mean, I don't know if she, I don't know if she, I don't think she did that. And I don't know if she ever does do that, but she knew that that would not be music to our ears. I just meant good for your mom for saying it, whether it's true or not. It goes into don't tell my kids territory, but it's freaking awesome. 
Well, this podcast, Don't Tell My Mother, is about true stories that we don't want our moms to know or we haven't told our moms yet. And I know you have an awesome story about sea creatures and first love. Zainab, tell me everything. It's so it's so funny because I've been nervous to tell this story, but I'm also like a firm believer of like every single thing that you experience is what makes you in in the present moment, you know? So when I was in high school, um, I believe I was about 17 and I was sitting in physics class and I remember like feeling a, like a pinch on my arm. Right. I didn't know what it was. You know, I just thought like, oh, I'm in like the physics lab. Like, you know, maybe like a little gnat or fly or mosquito got out. Right. Physics. So I kind (laughs) of exactly. So I like tried to just flick it off my arm and I like couldn't flick it. It wouldn't move. And so then I kind of looked at it and I tried to like grab it off my like pick it up off my arm and it wouldn't move. And this is like my forearm. Right. Like the inside of my forearm. And. I look like, like when I realize that it's not moving after I'm like trying to brush it away and then mm-hmm. even like pick it up, it made me like look into it. Like, what is this on my arm? And when I look at it, it looked like a little microscopic crab, like literally on like, your a, arm. like a, on my arm. Right. And it was actually sort of like holding on to like my skin or the hair on my skin. And I'm not thinking anything of it. Right. I'm just like, oh, they, I'm like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know. When I was in school, asbestos was a big thing. So I'm <laughs> like, I, is this what asbestos looks like? Like, you know, I, I had no idea. New York City public schools. Exactly. I'm like, I don't know if this is asbestos. I don't know if we did an experiment and something got out. You know what I'm saying? This is, but I got to speak to the head of physics because we got to change this. <laughs> so I finally get it off my arm and I don't think anything of it. Right. I'm going throughout my day. Um, I have a boyfriend in school. I see him, you know, while I'm in school. And I remember at the end of that day, I was walking home and I started to like feel my pelvic area itch. Oh my God. And in my mind, I'm like, that's crazy. Like I, I don't, I, my pelvic area should not itch, but it's itching. And so I immediately thought like, ah, Did I not like shave the right way? Like, ah, did I use soap instead of like shaving cream? Right. Yeah. Cause everybody tells you if you don't shave the the right way, especially, you know, in certain areas where the skin is much more sensitive, it's going to irritate you as it's growing back. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm like walking down the street and I'm really trying to like relieve the itch. I'm like digging my hand into the pocket, into like my jean pocket, trying to relieve the itch and I can't do it. So I said I had a boyfriend. Right. Mm-hmm. To protect the innocent. Let's just refer to my boyfriend as Curtis Jackson. If you get it, if you know, you know. <laughs> um, I remember after school, he said, um, hey, do you have um, do you have any money on you? And I was like, yeah, I have like a couple of dollars. You know, like I'm 17 years old. I had like five or ten dollars. So I was like, yeah, I think I have like five or ten dollars. He was like, can you give it to me? Um, I got to go get something. And I was like, yeah, I was like, you still going to come to my house this evening. Right. And he was like, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll call you before I come. So I give him the money. I go home. I'm itching. I don't connect the two at all. Now, right? how long had you been dating this guy? We've been together since my freshman year. Wow. We got together. Yeah, we got together when I was, I had just turned 15. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And, and you met him in school, in high school? I met him in school. Oh my God, we were in biology together. So my freshman year, <laughs> I know, right? In biology, the irony. He was like the class clown. He was like the cute class clown. And so we 
used to, I don't know, have fun together. We, mm-hmm. it was never really romantic. And I remember I used to wear my hair cornrow because I played basketball. Oh, you and so did? I would, I would, yeah, I played basketball and I used to wear my hair cornrowed. And Take I remember one day I took the cornrows out. And so my hair was like wild and curly, mm-hmm. like, like crinkly, you know, like it had a texture to it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, <laughs> you know, if you did your hair, you would be really pretty. <gasps> and Jerk. I didn't hear the insult. Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't hear the insult. All I heard was, oh, he think I'm pretty. <laughs> well, all I got to do, all I got to do is change his hairstyle. Mm-hmm. And that's all that I heard. Mm-hmm. Um, and after that, we were like inseparable. We were, we were just boyfriend and girlfriend after and, that. And did your parents know that you were dating this guy? No, my, <laughs> no, my, I, I grew up in a strict Muslim house. There was no dating. There was no dating. It's like you, you are in this house and you are under your parents' rules. Mm-hmm. And when you leave here, you should be leaving to go to your husband. And, and there's nothing in between that. Like, yes. you know, yeah, yeah, you could go to college and you can play basketball. You can do all of those things. But in, 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 in the world of romance, it's your father and then your husband. Got it. And that's it. Got and it. so, no, they didn't know. But I, I maybe when I was around, they figured it out. Maybe when I was around 16, because he started calling my house a lot. Uh-oh. And <laughs> uh, uh, my father, I guess, I don't know who told my father, because, you know, we, it's like we had one phone in the house. Of course. You know, this wasn't the lucky days where everybody now has cell phones. No, we had one, we had one phone in the house and it was that phone that was on the wall in the kitchen. So not only did everybody know when someone was calling for you, but everyone was right around you when you were having the conversation. That's it. Yep. And, and, and when you stretch that cord as far as it could possibly go to get some privacy. But it only stretches so far. Yeah, it only stretches so far. Oh, yeah. You got it. Forget it. Forget it. All bets were off. Me and Curtis, we was we was in love and we were fresh. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Curtis was the first person that I had sexual intercourse with. And he was the only person I had sexual intercourse with um, for, I mean, four or five years of my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Curtis doesn't come over. Curtis calls me and he said he was going to call me. Curtis calls me. And like I said, I answered the phone. I'm in the kitchen because the, ki- the the phone is on a wall in the kitchen. And my mom is in the kitchen cooking dinner. And, you know, you if you if 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 anyone has ever been a part of a really big family, we you we, we all congregate in the same place. So we're all kind of sitting around the kitchen just waiting for my mom to serve dinner. Yeah. Right? Yep. And he calls and I'm excited. I'm thinking that he's either going to say he's on his way or maybe he'll tell me that he can't come either way. Like, you know, I'm not thinking that I'm going to get any disturbing news. So I I pick up the phone and he says, Hey, I got to tell you something. And I'm like, what? And he's like, um, have you been, have you had sex with anybody else? (laughs) And I was, I was so, I was like confused a little bit, of course, but I was more offended. Then I was confused. You're like, I'm not even supposed to have sex with you. Exactly. And then it's like, and also I can't really answer that question because I have an audience in front of me (laughs) that you can't see. Right. But also 
it's like, how dare you ask me that? Right. So I'm like, no. And I'm like talking low into the phone at this point. And I'm like, no, why? Like really wondering why he's asking me. Right. And he said, okay, because I have crabs. (gasps) Oh my God. Just don't tell my mother. Just don't, just don't, just don't, just don't. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So now when he says that, I it immediately, everything lines up. Physics earlier, that thing on my arm. Oh, that wasn't asbestos. That was a crab. <laughs> and and, and it, that was a crab that traveled a long way. No wonder it didn't want to let go of my arm. That's a long distance crab. That's a long distance crab. Yeah, it's a road tripping crab. Yeah, then I'm walking home and now understand like, no, it, it, it wasn't my shaving technique at all. The next moment was so dramatic, Nikki. It was so dramatic. Yes. Instead of responding to him, I dropped the phone, like literally (laughs) dropped the phone as if my body goes limp and I slide down the wall into the seated position and I'm just crying. And I tell my mom, I'm like, mom, I think I have lice. (gasps) I think I have lice. And I couldn't tell her I had crabs because if I told her I had crabs, then that would have opened up a whole can of worms. No pun intended. There's too many insects here. (laughs) (laughs) A whole can of crabs. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't tell her that. Not to mention so many of my siblings were, were right there in front of me. So I was like, lice is normal. Lice is not, lice is something that you could have contracted without doing anything wrong by you going know? to school by being in physics Ex- class exactly so i said i think i have lice i think i have lice mm-hmm. and i don't remember anybody making a big deal about it i remember my mom saying okay let's let's get you to the hospital were you crying when you said it yeah you were crying so you you were upset and and thinking really fast this is why you're a good stand up comic that's that's pretty fast thinking yeah i was i was upset and i was thinking really i was I mean, I was upset with him, but I was crying because I was scared. And I think at the time, I really didn't know what crabs meant. You know, I didn't know what crabs meant. I didn't know how easy they are to get rid of. Mm -hmm. I was disappointed in myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I felt I was embarrassed and I did not know what sort of disciplinary measure, what, what sort of disciplinary measure would come if my father found out, oh my God! But my mom takes me to the hospital. She doesn't bring any of our siblings. Um, and I remember, I just remember being really like, just you know, scared. Any any part of me that was mad, I was mad at Curtis Jackson. So we're we're at the doctor. We're, we we go to the emergency room actually, and I I never forget. The doctor gives me an examination, and he says to my mom, he says, um. Anyone 16 years of age or older, they have, they, they have to give consent for their parent to be here. She does not 
have to have you here. And then he asked me in front of my mom, do you want her to be here? And I said, no, like I did want her to be there because huh. my mom is my protector. Yeah. But I ain't know what he was about to tell me. I ain't know. I, I didn't know what yeah, he was about she, to tell me. <laughs> she might not protect you from this. Yeah. So I was like, no, I, I want her to go. And you know, I never, I didn't know. I didn't know that like doctors did that, you know, like, and so he, um, my mom leaves the room and, you know, strangely, strangely enough, my mom didn't put up a fight. My mom did not put up a fight. I'm surprised she let herself leave. Yeah. She did not put up a fight. She said, I'll be right outside. Wow. And he said, okay, so I did an examination. He said, you're sexually, sexually active. I said, yes, you know, as recently. And he said, um, okay, well you have crabs. Um, it's not a big deal. He said, it's not a big deal. This happens, especially amongst people your age. It's not a big deal at all. He said it. He said, are you using protection? I say, yeah. He said, this really has nothing to do with protection because it's your, you know, like he said, so it's, it's like you could use protection and still get this. So if you're going to continue to be sexually active, just please use protection. He said, Mm -hmm. now I'm going to have my nurse come in. Um, and, and this was a male doctor. This was a black male doctor. And he was just so caring and polite. So cool. And, but, but, but so just like, but also just like, um, it is what it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like just no, no, no filter, no, no, no cushioning it. Just like, I need, I'm going to, I'm going to give you the information that you need given mm-hmm. your situation. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'm going to have my nurse come in and she's going to have you, you know, completely undressed and she is going to um, cover you with some sort of ointment. Right? Oh God. Yeah. And he said, um, do you want me to relay any of this information to your mother? I said, no. He said, okay. And he did tell me, he said, if you, he said, um, if you, do you share a room with anybody? And I say, yeah, my sisters. And he said, okay, well you have to go home. He said, I want you to sterilize everything. Oh, he said, he said, he said, bed sheets. He said, anything in your dressers, any, any sort of fabric, anything that has fibers, I need you to stir. I need you to wash it and I need you to dry it on high heat. Oh my God. He said, and I want you to like, like Lysol. Like I want you to sanitize everything. Uh We left that. We left the hospital that night. I went right home. I took a shower. I had to take a shower because I had to wash my hair because I still stuck with the story that I had lice. Oh my! So that's what you told her when you left, Mom. I so have that's lice. what I told her. Yeah, I have lice. They put, they did, you know, whatever. And so I had to take a shower and wash my hair just so she, she saw, like, okay, mm-hmm. she took care of it. And I went in my room and I had my younger sisters like sleep somewhere else that night. And I stripped the room that you would have thought we were moving out of that room. <sighs> I have never cleaned like that before in my mm-hmm. life or after mm-hmm. I took it. Cause I was so afraid. It's like, yeah, I, the decisions that I made, uh, my irresponsibility affected me. Right. But my irresponsibility should not affect my younger sisters. So I did all of that. Of course I broke up with Curtis Jackson. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got back together with him. Cause that's just what you do, you know, <laughs> but in the moment, yep. in the moment, Oh, I broke up with his ass. I could not c- because the insult to injury was you going cheat on me. Give me crabs. Yes. Ask for money to get the remedy without telling me. And Horrible. then when you finally decide to tell me, mm-hmm. you ask me if it's my fault. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 yeah, Curtis. That's a, that's a lot of 17 year old bullshit. Curtis did not get even a blink of an eye from me for about four to six weeks. Mm-hmm. 
like to the point where I would come to my locker um, during like homeroom and I would open it and it would be like roses inside the locker with like, I'm so sorry. Like all like, and he just wore me down, you know, like he just, he just wore me down. And I'll never forget when we got back together, like, you know, maybe one of the first times I went back to his house after this whole fiasco, I remember like him trying to like kiss on me and me feeling like, no, I got to check you. I got to check you out. And yeah, I, remember, I do not want like, crabs in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember looking through, like, I remember, like, just like, I, I, I'm just not there yet. I can't really trust you yet. But this doctor gave me this ointment and it got rid of it in a matter of 30 minutes for me. Um, And I gave him the ointment and he used it. And he was like, I think he, I remember him looking at me like, dang, I, I, I should not have done that to her. For you to like break someone's trust like that or to leave them unprotected in such a way and for them to still show you some level of kindness. Mm -hmm. I think that anyone that genuinely wants to be a good person or wants Mm -hmm. to be respected, I think they notice things like that, you know? Absolutely. Um, And so I remember him looking at me like, really, you going to give, you know, I'm like, yeah, if I'm going to be with you, you can't just have crabs. I mean, come on. Right. You know, right. How did this experience with Curtis Jackson kind of change the way you dealt with men? I'm totally, (laughs) I am totally the woman that before I engage in any sort of intimacy with a partner, I'm like, nope, let me check you. I got to see. I'm like lights on. I'm looking on. I'm, I'm picking up, looking, I'm flipping. I'm looking at, I'm like, let's see what, let's see what this looks like. Let's see what you're working with. And, and I do not care. I 110% believe you need to see genitals in the light before you turn that off. Uh, like 100%. Yeah, let me see what let me see what you do with yourself. What do you think your mom really thought happened? I have no idea. We never talked about it. Would you would you all these years later would you tell her? Would yeah. Tell her oh that- yeah. Yeah, I don't hide anything now. You don't? I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't just volunteer it, but yeah, no, I'm not. I mean, I'm grown. Yeah, I really, I wonder what she knew and what she remembers. And I just think it's really cool that you're going to be honest with her after all these years. Zainab, let's call your mother. Hey, mom. Hi. We have company. Hello, mom. Mom, can you hear? hear you and I hear Nikki. Hi, Miss Johnson. Nice to meet you. I'm Nikki. Hi, Nikki. How are you? It's so I'm honored to meet you. I've heard the best things about you from Zainab and I'm a big fan of Zainab's. I mean, everybody's a fan of Zainab's, but you know, I'm part of the club. She over embellishes. No, she doesn't. <laughs> I have to ask you, Miss. do I call you Miss Johnson or what do you prefer? Miss Johnson is fine. I call you Miss Johnson. I, I bought this bracelet, Zainab. Can you see it? I see it. Yeah, you see it? I see it. This is the bracelet I bought. I was telling you about. I bought with my birthday money. Oh, I gave, I gave her. I gave her a monetary gift for her birthday. She happy birthday! When was your birthday? Happy birthday! The nineteenth. This show, this podcast, is all about telling stories. You know, from our childhood, funny stories. Mom, what what was Zainab like as a kid, as a teenager? I don't want to brag, but... Please, please do. 
she was one of my, and I have 13 children. She was one of my exceptional children. Good, responsible, uh, dependable, mm-hmm. and uh, talented. She's so talented. So Zainab, Zainab told a story on the show, um, and it has a, a sexual piece to it, you know, but it happened a long time ago. And uh, Zainab, do you, are you open to Zainab just telling you what it is? I'm good. At this <laughs> stage in my life, I'm good. Yes. You, you don't want to hear it? No, she does. Oh, she you does. do want to hear it? Yeah. <laughs> So, mom, do you remember taking me to the hospital? You remember me telling you, like, I think I had lice and you took me to the hospital. You took me to Harlem Hospital. Yeah. So I did not have lice that day. Did you know that? Who told you you had lice? Who told you that? Nobody told me that. That's what I told you. And you took me to the hospital. Okay. And I did not have lice. (laughs) I I, I had crabs. I got them from my high school boyfriend, but don't say his name because we, we, we changed his name on this. Okay. Hmm. Did you ever know that? Wait a minute. You said you had lice in your hair, your head hair. That's what I told you. <laughs> okay. You got it from him? Yeah. From? from him. He was the only person that, that I was with in that way at that time. Yeah. That's a teenage that is a teenage uh, thing. Did you did you know when we were when I had a boyfriend? Did you think that we were sexually active? I sure didn't. Oh no! You thought she was not. <laughs> oh, you know, uh, I nursed Zainab for almost two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's in my material. <laughs> yes. I chew, I chew the, the furthest thing from uh, bad behavior with, as far as I was concerned, but you know how you like a boy and a girl, they're quite different. So he used to come over to my house and she used to braid his hair. So that should have given me a clue. You should have known braiding <laughs> leads to crabs. It sometimes does lead to crabs. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I know how my mom talked to me about the birds and the bees, you know, but every mom is different. Did you did you ever kind of, I don't know, teach Zainab a little bit about the birds and the bees and all that stuff? Sex, mommy. Did you ever have a sex talk with me? (laughs) I was trying to be nice. I'm really more advanced than you think, Zainab. Oh, that's why I'm talking to you. How I know. So did you ever have a sex talk with me? I, I didn't. Why not? I just assumed that everything was going to fall into its proper place. Mom, do you remember, wait, do you remember when I came home late that night and you had the chain on the door and you told me you knew I'd been kissing because I had my, I had lines in my face? Did I say that? You did. You did. Mom. What, do, what do you mean lines in your face? <laughs> like, I guess, you know, like, I don't know. Maybe I had been working my face too much by kissing. Oh my God. So I had like crease lines in my face. Mom, you don't remember that? The thing, the thing about Zainab is that she was, uh, she was an athlete. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, she, she was sweaty a lot. Uh, she- <laughs> Zainab, Zainab, if mom says you're sweaty spaghetti, you're sweaty spaghetti. Ma, I don't know what you about to say. What? 
Yeah, you you were an athlete. She played basketball. I know that she did. Played hardcore basketball. Mm-hmm. So she was, uh, you know, very um, athletic. Right. So I, you know, I only thought that I was trying to keep her into athleticism because uh, if, you know, that meant that I didn't have to worry about boys and things. <laughs> <laughs> when Zainab told you that day that she had lice, you believed her. She don't even remember that day. She doesn't remember. Be real truthful with you. I don't like I really, mm-hmm. really don't. Things that are um, really um, defining moments in my life. I have to remember that you have 12, uh, 12 other kids. Yep. And so you probably there were probably a lot of eventful things between all of us that particular day. And to assume that you would remember that dramatic moment in my day, you know, in my life is it just hit me like, yeah, why would she remember that? That's a big deal for me. But. And isn't it funny? It's like we we are always like the stars of our own stories and yeah. we, something that was so huge to us. And we think it has this ripple on everyone else. They may not even have realized. But for yeah. us, it will, ne- you know, it will never go away. Yeah. Yeah. I know today that uh, it's, you know, it's rare that black girls get lice. Had you told me today that you had lice. <laughs> <laughs> So, so back then, Ma, you probably knew that I was lying. No, I, I really didn't know uh, about, I didn't know much about lice. Okay. Mm-hmm. In the state of Michigan now. And also mm-hmm. I uh, work, I have worked with children. Okay. Right. I've been around a couple of children who have had lice. Okay, gotcha. Not little black girls. <laughs> Zainab, <laughs> time was on your side, Zainab. Timing was on your side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so had she come to me like today and said, Mom, I have lies, I would have, you know, examined her head. I like that imitation <laughs> of me. Miss Johnson, what, what, is, um, what is advice that you would leave Zainab with? Because you've, You've been a mom for such a long time. You've been a mom of 13 children. That's a lot. You have a lot to, you've taught her a lot, but you probably have even more to say. I just want, I just want her to pursue happiness. And I don't want her to think that she has to follow any set uh, of, you know, rules that don't make her happy. Amen to that. That's all. I'm so happy you got to join us today from Michigan. Thank you, Mom. Thank you so much. I love you, Mom. love you too, kid. I love you, Miss Johnson. Thank you for coming. Zainab, come do the honor of the outro with me. Just remember, if it's not one thing, it's it's your your mother. mother. (laughs) Thanks for hanging with me and Zainab and Mrs. Johnson. We hope you had a great time. Subscribe to Don't Tell My Mother wherever you get your podcast, and follow us on Instagram at Don't Tell My Mother for show updates and silly stuff. We love ya. Mwah. Don't Tell My Mother is created, hosted, and executive produced by Nikki Levy, my daughter. The show is executive produced by John Cryer. Oh my God, I love him. And Lisa Joyner and Jody Zuckerman Weiner at Discount Sushi. Our producer is Liza Glukoft. Co-producer, Andrew Condon. Theme song by Donovan Bullen and Joe McKenzie. 
Edited and engineered by Keanu Williams and John Ross. Distributed by Acast. Now go call your mothers. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.